1: Let's welcome in now Amy Wilburn. Hey, Amy. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So what are you seeing? You know, you're obviously you have people who turn to you, and what are you seeing as people uh, look towards some bankruptcy protection, but as well I think people would love to hear maybe maybe they're struggling but not there yet and want to improve mm-hmm. their credit score. What advice, Amy, do you have for people?
0: Yeah, we're in this really interesting period of time when people are struggling to make ends meet. Uh, last month and this month, we're already seeing a big rise in people filing bankruptcy. Uh, part of that, I think, is inflation. Wages are not going up at the same rate as the cost of goods. And so people are really forced to put a lot of their household expenses on credit cards. So when the Fed increases interest rates, it does slow inflation. It's working. But on the back end, that also means that our credit cards, our car loans have higher interest rates. And so that really makes it difficult to make ends meet. This month also, we have all of a sudden we're starting to pay back student loans. Lots and lots of people are having to repay their student loans. And so with additional expenses, it makes it very, very hard for people to make ends meet.
1: Yeah, I would seen, and I know you were quoting, you know, there's Fortune, Forbes, Wall Street Journal, a lot of them are saying that these businesses um, are are just filing for bankruptcy protection, soaring, what, 17%. I know that was, you know, fairly recently. For businesses, they can file for bankruptcy protection. What's the difference between, you know, because we hear in the news, you hear about these big corporations or businesses. For the average person, is that when somebody comes to you, and says, how do I protect myself? What's what's the process there, Amy?
0: Yeah, so the first thing that people do um, is I would always advise before you are, if you are struggling to make ends meet in your household budget, take a good, hard look at what your expenditures are. We can't really turn a blind eye to what we're spending. And we really tend, there's something about human psychology, we tend to underestimate what we're spending on things like DoorDash or Starbucks. I'm guilty of it, too. And so if we're not looking carefully at what we're really spending, then we can't really solve the problem. So sometimes just cutting back on those expenditures, we can avoid bankruptcy. You can also do gig work. It's never been better to drive for Uber or Lyft or DoorDash or Uber Eats, anything like that, just for a short period of time to pay off some of that debt. So you might be able to avoid a bankruptcy if you take those extra steps. But once you are at the point where there's really nothing else that you can do, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, just consult with a bankruptcy attorney. Most of us offer free consultations So it will only cost you an hour of your time. And our job is not just to help you get rid of debt, but also to protect what you have. Just like businesses can reorganize, sometimes they liquidate, but most often they reorganize. And, you know, regular people can do that too, so that you're not actually losing any of your assets. We want you to be able to keep your house, your car, your kids need to be able to go to soccer. All of that is really, really important. That's what we do as bankruptcy attorneys.
1: And so, for let's say for somebody um, who wants to improve their credit score, what, what would you look to and what would, how would you point people in the right direction here?
0: Yeah, that's kind of a, a funny thing because nobody that I have heard of really knows what the formula is. I can never predict. People will always ask me, when I file a bankruptcy, how many points will my credit score go down? We just don't know, it's different for everybody. But there are steps that we can take. One of them is to, no matter how much it hurts, pay your debts on time. If you get to that late payment, that has a big, big impact on your credit. Um, I always, I'm a paper and pencil kind of gal. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a monthly calendar where I write down, this bill gets taken out on this date, and that bill gets taken out on that date, and this is when I get paid. So that kind of stuff, um, is very, very helpful. So if you're paying things on time, you're gonna be ahead of the game. The other thing is to reduce that credit. If you can do anything to reduce your credit card debt, uh, those store cards, um, places like a firm, you know, where you, you buy something and mm-hmm. um, Amazon lets you do it, you'll buy something and then you pay it off in three payments, that all hits your credit. And we don't wanna see that happening. The last thing that I would advise is if you do have to take out credit, shop around. Just Don't just go to your local, you know, um, short-term lender. Find out what the interest rate is going to be. Make sure that you really do, even though, I mean, I'm kind of a nerd, so I do read the fine print. My children do the same. But you do want to take a look at what what you're signing up for. Is there going to be a balloon payment in a year that you know you're not going to be able to afford? Are you doing a title loan? Is there a better interest rate down the street that you might be able to get? We have more power than we think we do. If you take those steps, then your credit will improve.
1: And I know uh, within the last, within less, well, it was actually a month ago, I think I reported the Biden administration was, they had announced a major initiative that they said would protect Americans from medical debt. And I know that's being discussed right now as we think about, you know, just parsing out the medical debt. I actually thought in the past they didn't, they did separate it out, but I guess over time you have those third parties you know, who will buy the medical debt and come after people. And there were people like Oprah Winfrey and others who would say, well, we want to help people forgive that debt. What's your take on, on just medical debt? And until lawmakers figure something out to maybe separate it out from credit scores, what's your advice on that, Amy? Amy?
0: Yeah, I think that there is no good reason to have medical debt reported on our credit reports, especially since we use credit reports for things like renting an apartment uh, for job applications that really have nothing to do with our credit worthiness. It's just a reflection of whether we got sick or not. And that's just not fair. I don't think that was ever the intent. The hard thing is that when, like you pointed out, when we have these collection agencies that buy the debt from medical providers, they will then go ahead and report these things on our credit reports. And that's going to impact our credit. So I am very, very much in favor of not having credit uh, reporting for our medical debt, whether it's the original creditor or if it's going to be somebody that's factored out like a a credit collection agency.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: What we've seen in the past is that medical providers, even before when they were allowed to report to credit reporting bureaus, they really didn't. We didn't see a lot of that, and then we did. When um, medical uh, facilities became more more corporatized, then there really was more of a streamlined system for reporting things to credit reporting bureaus, and uh, now we're trying to pull that back, and I'm all for it.
1: Can I just ask your take on, you know, we see from time to time different individuals um, who have a court settlement against them, and they try to use something like bankruptcy protection, which I don't think was intended for some of the cases that we're seeing, such as the Sandy Hook families. one that huge settlement against Alex Jones, um, who by all accounts had said in court he was an entertainer, InfoWars website, etc., but he had filed for bankruptcy protection. Do you see us moving, Amy, toward a a place where they, as far as lawsuits, they can't use uh, laws like bankruptcy protection that were intended in a different way, I believe, for consumers and not for cases like this one?
0: You know, we have always seen lawsuits for collection purposes. If you don't pay your Discover card, um, over a period of time, uh, they are going to sue you and try to get that money from you. And people have often used bankruptcy in order to avoid having to pay that debt. They usually waited a little bit too long, but it's available to them. Um, for something like the judgment against Alex Jones, the problem is the type of lawsuit that we're dealing with. Bankruptcy has a carve-out so that if there is debt, that is accrued by fraud or um, a breach of fiduciary duty or for willful and malicious um, statements, Mm -hmm. defamation, things like that, then those debts are not wiped out-able, not dischargeable in a bankruptcy. And that has been a part of the bankruptcy code for a long time. So I uh, am not surprised that the judge in the Alex Jones bankruptcy case uh, landed where he did, I I kind of thought that might that might be where this was going. Yeah. So that those debts that are owed to the Sandy Hook families are not dischargeable in a bankruptcy. Alex Jones is going to have to find a way to tighten the belt and make those payments maybe by easing up on some of his other expenditures. Yeah.
1: Well it's in that case I guess it's a good example of that the laws were maintained and upheld and and so the intent of the laws is carried through, and that's that's something that's so important. And I, I just want to bring that up because I think I, you see that every once in a while. You think, oh, really, this company, they got away with such and such, or this person got mm-hmm. away with such and such, and, you know, for the rest of us, we pay. So in this one, it sounds like the, it sounds like the law
0: actually worked the way it was supposed to work. I think it did. I think it did. I, I like the predictability of things, and it worked in this case. Yes,
1: I hear you. Well, Amy, I hope you come back. Thank you so much just for sharing some insights. These are tough times, and we really appreciate your insights from the financial and bankruptcy angle of things. Bankruptcy attorney Amy Wilburn, uh, how do we find you? If people want to follow you on social media, find some of your articles, how can people track you down,
0: Amy? Sure. Uh, most of my articles are on our website at Lincoln. Goldfinch.com, Lincoln Like the President, Goldfinch Like the Bird.com. Um, we also have a YouTube channel where you can see some of my work there. Um, and from there, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm I'm kind of old school, so I'm not great at uploading updating those. <laughs> but most of what I do can be found at LincolnGoldfinch.com. Thank oh. you for asking.
1: Yeah, Amy, thanks a million. Amy Wilburn, we really appreciate you. and